All right, fellow glampers, welcome back to River Roman with the Tilleries. Anna here with Michael. Hello, glampers. So, a recent trip was over Labor Day weekend, and for the fellow glampers out there, whenever you can take advantage of a long weekend, our rule of thumb is that we go a little extra distance. So most trips, we want three hours or less from home since it's usually just a weekend, right? Like leave Friday after work, after school, maybe a little bit early from work, and then come home Sunday so you have all day to break down and get resituated and acclimated for the work week ahead. So the long weekends are always fun to go a little bit further. And this time we went to Jacksonville, which has a slew of rivers. And even though we spent that 2021 Labor Day weekend there, there's still many more rivers for us to conquer up in that neck of the woods. In that area for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, this was an interesting trip because we did not get to bring our new slide and camper, nor did we have to have a tent. We did an Airbnb, which was a small townhouse on uh, Fishing Creek, it was called. Fishing Creek. And Airbnb, the hosts are usually very helpful and informative. So we booked this many, many months in advance. I had high aspirations of hitting the Trout River, which is a river we didn't even get to. Uh, but when putting that in, it brought us to this townhouse and um, the owner's Gave us some great suggestions of things to do while we were there so for, for that, that time. Putting that in, when you, when you searched frame. the Trout River, you found this Airbnb. Yeah, when I typed in Trout River inside the app of Airbnb, this populated. Gotcha. So, um, we left, drove. It was about three and a half hours, um, nearly four hours. And we... They were kind enough to tell us the name of the boat ramp. And so uh, we put in the boat right away. And Mom and Charlie drove the boat to the dock because this place had their own dock. And Dad drove to the townhome. Even though he pressed in just Jacksonville and went to the wrong address for a minute. It actually took me to the... Naval base, right? Yeah, to the naval base. <laughs> In Jacksonville. He's like, Anna, how are you guys already there? What happened? I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, well, in my defense. It's a seven-minute drive. She typed the whole address in, you know, in a text message. And when I went to go tap, I hit Jacksonville. And for some reason, hitting Jacksonville takes you straight to the naval base. <clears throat> Later learning that I could just hit the address, the physical address, and then it took me there. It was really only 15 minutes out of the way, but... Out of the way, nonetheless. So... Uh, Charlie and I get to the dock, and it was pretty funny because it was um, a dock for the five townhouses that were attached to one another. And so they had it locked. So thank goodness I have an agile teenage boy because he was able to hop the fence, use the code to get into the townhouse, get the key, and then come let mom out. So I didn't have to also hop the rickety fence. Um, and it was really a cool location that first night. We just kind of unpacked. It was a two-story little number. Got everything offloaded. Uh, made ourselves a small... We brought our portable little camp uh, fire pit, which we recommend. It's in our blogs. And honestly, you can take those things anywhere with you. And it just adds to the whole ambiance. You feel like you're camping, even though you're not really camping. At all. At all. Uh, got a great first night's sleep. 
um, while enjoying some simple dinner. I think we did burgers or something. And woke up early the next morning to be able to engage upon our adventures. What was interesting on Fishing Creek, uh, which fed right into the Ortega River, and then off of the Ortega River were several offshoots, one being the Cedar River, which we did, another being the St. John's. You could keep taking it forward due east. And then um, off of the St. East. John's, we also hit the Arlington River. No, that was off of Ortega as we headed east. No, it was off of St. John's. The Ortega River was the one um, past all the bridges after we went through downtown Jacksonville on the St. John's. Yeah, and that's when we hit the Arlington. That's what I'm saying. You said it was off of the Ortega, it's off of the St. John's. After we go through all the bridges. Oh yeah, we got stopped by Fish and Wildlife. There's this little pocket in between this one bridge and the main drawbridge. So what's really cool is Jacksonville by water, you can get straight to the downtown. And it's all interconnected. Docks all over the place. Free it's, dockage. It's no wake through downtown Jacksonville, but you go under, if anybody's ever familiar with Jacksonville, they got the Maroon Bridge, they got the Green Bridge, they got the... A Blue Bridge. The I-95 Bridge, they have the I-4 Bridge, just a it's lot of bridges. quite the big city. And St. John's is huge in that area and you could go through all of downtown Jacksonville and go through all the bridges at a at just a slow tool and it's pretty cool so you could like pull up in fact the owners of the property had suggested that we go check out the downtown market and when we took it by water I mean it wasn't like 20 30 vendors I mean it looked like well over a hundred vendors yeah. plus Going back to the bridges, though, the Ortega River Bridge, Ortega Road River Bridge, is the oldest drawbridge manned drawbridge in America, which is pretty cool. And very well run. And then, um, so yeah, so then going through this one pocket, though, fish and wildlife are there hovering, and they'll catch you if you're speeding, that's for sure. Give you a nice warning. Yeah, they were very nice. Hey, this is no wake. Sorry. But truly, there were no bait shops anywhere. So the boys took off early that morning and had to drive like 40 minutes just to get bait. Well, meanwhile, 40 minutes round trip. Meanwhile, we didn't even try cast netting for some reason when later well, when we, didn't we did. we did see any bait fish. But that, Not net, then, that, yeah. that morning that uh, when we got back from the bait shop, we got back out on the water and there were bait fish everywhere. Everywhere. It was so funny. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so day one was really simple. We knew we had plans to just do as much river roaming as we could. We had that bait. The shrimps died, though, almost instantly that y'all went and purchased. Yeah, it's, you know. It happens. Because at the Fisher Creek there, it's, it's more fresh. More fresh. And we put them in the live well, and they got all that fresh water by the time we got out to... The salt water, or no, after that, we just went in the Ortega River, and they, uh, you know, it's all fresh, and, you know, shrimp or salt water, but we caught the bait fish, and they stayed alive for a while until we got deeper down the Ortega, and it got more fresh water, so it's hard when you're dealing with these kind of rivers, like the St. John's out in Jacksonville, anyway, where it's really brackish and more salty. And then when you start going up all these off offshoot rivers and the water gets fresh, 
you really just have to keep the fish in a bubbler type situation and just keep them in the water they came in when you right and that's a very good advice rule of thumb um so that day we we did catch a couple of small fish nothing worth keeping nothing that exciting but incredible views yeah we didn't catch seeing the whole downtown by water was really cool um, we explored the Arlington River that day, which gorgeous homes. Everything was different and interesting, but certainly very high density suburbia and and metropolitan. That whole region for sure. Um, but the water started getting a little choppy, so we started heading back. Um, lost our anchor. I mean, we don't have to tell the folks about silly things like that. But it's like a thing. So we lost the anchor, and then we got back, and that night, our goal while being there, because our townhouse was so centrally located, was to support some small businesses for dinner aside from the first night. So um, that night, we had to grab a bite to eat and also find a West Marine so that we could get a A new new anchor. anchor kit. And we did that, found a great little Mexican joint, had some delicious tacos, everything hit the spot just right, went back, had a great night's sleep. Honestly, the beds were comfortable. You know, when you're spending all day out on the boat and in that sunshine, it just puts you to bed really easily. Um, And then the next morning, we got to go try a different scenario. We went to the Cedar River, went up and down the Cedar River which was um, more north and south as an offshoot of the Ortega. And I thought it was interesting how many smaller homes and condos were along the waterfront. We're in more south Florida. To, honestly, it's where the tropics begin for south Florida, where, where we live. And you don't see anything other than big, estate homes and mansions on the waterways and then here we are in jacksonville on the cedar river and it was full of small condos small shacks small houses with plenty of bigger homes though too for sure but i mean it just was a lot more diverse it wasn't just yeah one guy owned the shrimp boats and he had like all the shrimp cages and stuff but he had a small little house and it was you know i mean just you don't see that in south florida as much Mm -hmm. um so we did some of that and then our goal was to uh, go down the st john's for a bit and go to this place uh to grab a bite and some bait but it was way further than we had anticipated so we ended up driving and in driving which was a bit of a hike, but we thought it'd be worth it to grab a bite and hear some live music. You got to see your Moose Haven. I got to run into the Moose Haven, which I we can't were believe go it. This place by boat. But it's way half far. Hour into the drive, I was like, "This is a lot further than I thought." And our little pontoon boat has, you know, just a six-gallon external tank. I think I've mentioned this in other podcasts. So we did not have enough fuel to get there, and it would have took most of our day. Because our boat doesn't go very fast. So, we docked it, went for a cruise. While we're driving, we're at this red light. I'm looking over, and I'm like, Moose Haven. And it's um, 
totally gated, but very pristine. Well, you'll have to explain to him what moose So, I am a lady of the moose. Uh, for those of you who are listening and are familiar, uh, there's like the moose is a civic group that has a club, and most towns have one, and you can enjoy family entertainment at these establishments maybe some food maybe some drink but always um locals and engaging so the moose has one of its benefits is that you can retire and go to moose haven with all the full perks but you have to be a member of the moose for so long and the longer you're there the better your perks are and so i joined just last year or so and I told my husband when I had joined, I'm like, this is going to be so cool. You can retire on the St. John's River. Never really knew where it was. And then here we passed it. It was fate. It was so cool. We got to drive up and check it out a little bit. Found this fishing spot, though. And um, they had some great bait fish. The people were really excited to be back out and about... Florida really didn't shut down the same way other states did during COVID, but I mean, it was busy. So we didn't get to stay for lunch, but we hopped back in the car with all of, all of our bait after seeing Moose Haven, um, grabbed a quick bite on the road and went back out on the water as soon as we got to the town home so we could uh, do a little bit more fishing. And thankfully we caught some small things. Dad and I got to drop Charlie back off and did a little cruise down the uh, balance of the fishing creek which was really fun all the houses are so different it gets really tiny and it's most western edge but it was the perfect way to um, be able to kind of close down some of the uh, high you know it was a busy day it was a really busy day so that was a nice way to just kind of simmer down and enjoy the fact that it was our second full day on the water and what fun we had and um, that particular evening we had ordered something what did we have that second night for dinner? We went. We ended up going to that um, that fish seafood place. place. Yeah. That's right, and it was right up the street from the house. Clear uh, Crystal River Seafood. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I had some. Um, Charlie did a fish and chip kind of setup. I think Charlie did the flounder. Yep. Fried flounder. Oh, you did the steak. I did do a steak, yeah, because I was dying for a steak. Mhm. And I did like a shrimp alfredo. It was it was good. It definitely helped to lull everyone to sleep. And then the next morning, because again, the boat was already on the water. Uh, once we loaded up, Charlie and I got to take a quick morning cruise on the balance of Fishing Creek, which he didn't get to see. And then uh, we went to the boat ramp. All right, because we did that night cruise. Right. Mm-hmm, which I already told them about. And then we picked up, and it was, again, a three solid three-and-a-half-hour drive home. Stopped off at this uh, Blaze Pizza in Daytona, which who knew a few short weeks later we would be passing by again. 
Um, but this Blaze is kind of like a make your own pizza yeah, setup. I wouldn't recommend it. It worked for our adventure on the yeah. way home because um, our son had made movie plans. So, of course, once you have a teenager, you got to work within those t- time constraints. Yeah. But regardless, Jacksonville by water was incredible, folks. Highly recommend if you can stay someplace on the water. That fishy, Whitey's fish camp that we it talked about d- really cool. does actually have RV campsites and stuff. They do. And the restaurant looked really good, but they looked like they were understaffed busy. and yeah. it was very busy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so totally recommend. We'll have to go back because there's many more river up there, including the Trout River, yep. which we have to conquer. But regardless, I think it's really fun if you have a similar goal to be able to, especially when you're in bigger areas, camping is very limited. It's mostly residential. So don't be afraid to tap into a VRBO, Airbnb, that type of setup where you can have some comforts but still be able to bring your watercrafts and the like. And it was really a worthwhile excursion. So that's our review on Jacksonville and Fishing Creek and being able to conquer rivers 29, 30, and 31, Ortega, Arlington, and Cedar Rivers with River Roaming with the Tilleries. Later, folks. Cheers. Time now for our camping corny. Hey, Michael, how do you feel about fishing cornies? I don't always make fish puns, but when I do, I do it just for the halibut. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in dig it please subscribe and be sure to check us out online at riverromanwiththetilleries.com want to spend more time in the great outdoors join our family as we share insights suggestions and highlights of our adventures it's time now for glamping and river roman with the tilleries (laughs) 